0: Talking landscape photography with Christian Fletcher and Carwin. It is like Minded with myself, Carwin, and Christian Fletcher. This is part two of our exclusive interview with uh, Ruben Wu who's just an amazing aerial artist. He actually, um, he actually includes drones in his work, so they're actually part of the uh, installation, if that makes sense. If you'd like to see more of Ruben's stuff, check out our Instagram, which is, well, just do a search for Light-Minded Podcast on Instagram. You can check out his stuff. Now, Christian, you've actually um, done a little bit of experimentation with uh, light painting, is that right?
1: I actually had this idea when I was 18, you know, I'm I'm fifty I'm fifty four now, but I, I was just no. starting to experiment with, with light painting. So I had a uh, I had a torch, and I was I was shooting on um, some Kodak he's slide film way back then, I had the camera set up on the tripod. And and I'd seen you know people yeah you know, using and uh, riding with lights. So I got my torch out, and I'm shining it, and I'm going like this, and and, and get my shot back, and and there perfectly on on this shot was the was the word fuck off, and then I, just, I if only I had sort of not uh tried to insult someone and thought more about putting out light source on something that could fly, I'd be doing what you're doing, but yes yeah, so anyway, so I just didn't take that idea far enough you yeah, at least your at least your your idea came from a positive experience, mine was about being a little shit <laughs> good old days, yeah all right hey look i I want to ask you about this um uh, neuro VR. Mm. Well, I, oh, right. cause I got, I bought an Oculus Quest for my uh, for my son for for uh, his birthday or Christmas or something. It was for my son in inverted commas because I, I was I was really taken by VR. I went to a, a VR thing uh, like a game with my son and a few other buddies, and I just it was the first time I'd been into a proper VR, and, and I was just so immersed in this. And then I was I was going to your your um, some of the, your bio, your press, and it said something about this neuro VR, and it was basically going into your your the workings of your mind or something. That yeah, sounds pretty yeah. freaky. We got to ask about that. What's that's all about? What's that? What's that? Uh,
2: yeah. <laughs> so GE, um, uh, I, I did quite, you know, I, I did a few things for GE um, over the past few years, and mm. they've been both photo, video, but also music um and they they were doing this um um uh, this virtual reality um oculus experience and they wanted to um i suppose it was really their kind of ge medical equipment that they wanted to to feature and so they wanted to um focus on like mris and and uh what different brains look like and uh, how how a musician's brain would look like you know, mm. compared to um, someone else's brain, and so I, I did. Um, they asked me to do the the music and the sound design uh, for the experience, but also be in the video. Mm. So um, I flew up to LA and um, sat in front of a whole load of DSLRs pointed at me, mm. and they 3D scanned me.
1: Wow. Yeah. Um,
2: and, uh, and, uh, and kind of created, created me in, in this, um, in this VR space. And actually, um, I was able to, to do the experience as well. Uh, once it was once when it launched, mm-hmm. I, uh, put the oculuses on mm. and went face to face with myself <laughs> <laughs> inside my own brain. Well, it was really strange because I could, yeah. I could move around. Yeah around myself and i could also move around around my mri so um the mri was floating in front of me uh, in and out as it kind of sliced in and out very unsettling
1: (laughs) did you um initially think geez I'm, i'm much better looking than i thought i was (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't mean, know, it was kind of weird. It looked it looked kind of everything was like s- like distorted and mm. slightly fish-eyed.
1: Yeah. Oh really? I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's
2: just not very flattering.
1: Yeah, what do you what do you think about VR? Do you think there's any future in uh, for artists working in VR? Oh
2: yeah, absolutely. Um I think I think AR's probably more um yeah. more more uh that has more to it than VR just because, yep. um, you know, just being able to, to mix two, two mediums into one, mm, yeah. is really could be really useful. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's always, always, always stuff which is on the back of my mind and you know, how could, how could this photograph be an experience and how can, how can people share my experience of, of being in these places, um, and, um seeing what I'm seeing, mm. which yeah. is which is kind of like the other kind of hidden part of of the photograph, mm. which i which I you know don't have the opportunity to share yet,
1: mm. yeah, yeah, the, I, I, I see that you're really into your technology, and I love technology as well. I'm just waiting for Apple to bring their their VR glasses out. I, I actually went from Apple to Android recently, and um, I'm currently using a, a Huawei phone because of the camera, but uh, I think if Apple came out with a decent set of v- uh, AR glasses, I I would go back to to Apple because I do I do like that. After being in the VR world for a little bit now, I'm kind of going well. You are kind of locked away from from anything else, and and not only that, your freaking head gets sore after. A, couple of hours of bouncing around with that thing on your head it mm. just gets right. quite uncomfortable but i right. but and, and I, I said to my son geez wouldn't it be great if you could play Fortnite in in the in the real world so you you know you've got your ar glasses on and 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 these things are coming out from behind trees or in your house and you can run around and that's the other thing with vr you know you've you go past your your space of your room you're into a wall but ar would be a completely different experience so yeah i'm I'm pretty hopeful for that as well and then and, and, you know like augmented uh, reality galleries and stuff i mean i've got a gallery in dunsborough it'd be nice if i didn't have to pay for pictures and framing and they could just come in and put the glasses on and see all the pictures on the wall and go oh okay yeah i'll have that one thanks <laughs> print print to order but that's another question i would look you've got beautiful work do you actually sell it have you do you try to sell it i i was looking on your website i wasn't sure if there was anywhere you would, are you into that or not into that?
2: Yeah, I, I sell I sell work. Um, people generally, um, I, I don't really have it on on the website, and no, I, I don't sell those the, the limited edition runs mm-hmm. on the website. They're generally um, just direct mm-hmm. inquiry only. So people yeah. ask me, and I send them I send them mm-hmm. uh, my available catalogs, um, and uh, so I'm working with a, a gallery. In New Mexico called Photoi, um, so they they also help um, uh, get the the work out the, out there in the fine art world as well. Can yeah. I? That's Could that's I just a, ask. something I'm working on over the, the last year or so. Yeah.
0: How much are your prints? Because I, I'm looking at your stuff, just going. This is just the most mind blowing work I, I've seen. Like, uh, uh, you know, are we talking ten grand to buy one of your prints, or more, or less, or
2: not 10 grand <laughs> although if if, if if you uh if you order like one of the large like the largest size then it'll probably be approaching that
1: yeah 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 well that's reasonable that's that's good that's yeah, fantastic I try, to,
2: I try to um keep everything very on a limited edition mm. just to keep the value up and 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 not to so i'm not constantly you know making you know editions of 200 and just like making prints and making prints yeah i I, yeah. I really like making prints but i like to make them kind of you know when they're special
1: mm. yeah um yeah carwin he uh he sells his in zimbabwe dollars that's that the that way he can keep the the value value right up so, well, actually, so they, they generally gave for a million million zim dollars technically a trillion uh, i've uh, sold like two, <laughs> two trillion, yeah <laughs> i'm just saying that because my wife's from zimbabwe so we yeah, you know, always. have a bit little little of a joke about it. <laughs> yeah, mate, yeah. uh, fantastic. So yeah, okay. So you do your own printing, or do you have a, a studio that prints for you?
2: I do my own printing. Yep. Um, yeah. And actually, my my way of getting into, um, uh, I, I, you know, the art world, art side of things, art side of photography was mm-hmm. doing um, like a residency, an artist in residency at a local. Um, open print lab mm-hmm. um, where I, I was able to just do this, do a deep dive into my archive, learn how to drum scan my negatives, learn how to edit photos, uh, and make a kind of cohesive story um, out of um, you know, a lot of the um, huge amount of photos that I had, um, and learn how to print as well. So, yep. Um, that's actually really rewarding and it kind of, you know, I'm able to have control over every last, uh, detail. Yeah. Which is pretty important pretty to me. Important I'm, it you is. Know, I just, I, I, you know, just behind me, I have a large format printer that, that yeah. I, I can now like just make prints at home, uh, yeah. which has been, which is great. Cause I'm just like, um, you know, self-contained.
1: I see you got the Canon there. Yeah. Yep. always so, always been always been pretty pretty fond of the cannons have you or you haven't thought, tried the epsons i tried
2: the epsons but they they clog a lot
1: yeah mm. um, yeah
2: they um just i used them at the lab and i used them a lot mm. and then i i started using the the pro 4000 yep. and i really liked it and you know it, it never clogs um it never has need. um it just it it can work out its own color profiles. It can work. It can, it's a lot more, it's a lot smarter than the Epson and not as, um, sensitive to, um, uh, humidity. Yeah. Yeah. So I went, so I went for the Canon. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Well,
1: yeah. So Epson, if you're out there listening right now, this is from Ruben. He says, um, fix your problems. And, and I, I have to agree with you, mate. (laughs) If, our, if our, our office gets above twenty five degrees, our, our you know, we'll just do multiple head cleans after mm. head cleans. Just right. it just doesn't like it. So mm. gotta right. put the air conditioner on, get the room down and temperature down, just get it right and which we do too hard. Uh, I got the um the two hundred seventy and the one hundred seventy, got one of each, mm-hmm. so so we're you know, able to do the sixty four inch if we on the widest if we want to or the nice. forty four. So yeah, we, we I've been printing my own stuff since well for 15, 16 years actually. Yeah, we got my first mm-hmm. printer when my son was born. So um, yeah, I think you're right. You know what you're saying is you know having the ability to to make your own prints and and control that workload from the start to finish uh, is so important. And um, yeah, it's it's awesome having your own gear.
2: I'm printing pretty much uh, 80% of of my of my prints. I make at home. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so anything um apart from like the, the really big ones uh i can print on my canon um 21 uh, canon pro 2100 um so uh i have uh my catalog of of print collections are lux noctis and aeroglyphs mm. and so yep. I, I pretty much just keep it to those si- um series and just keep it simple
1: mm. yeah um,
2: so i, I I print those.
1: Yeah. When did, um, so what did you think of the XT and the IQ4 when you got that? Uh, You're in Bolivia, I believe when, when yeah. um, you get, because you, you've used the different phases as well. You've used the, the IQ3 first. Is that right? Is that the first time they gave you one to muck around with?
2: Yeah. The IQ3 and the XF. Um, <clears throat> and I had a lot of fun with that. Um, yeah. IQ, IQ4 of, have I've used in a few, um, commercial projects, um, but th- it was, you know, the, the first time I'd used the XT, um, yeah. you know, on that particular trip. And, yeah. um, it's, it's pretty nice to have a camera, which is, you know, that size. I mean, it's not yeah. tiny, but it's still,
1: yeah, it's um, a lot better than
2: it's. Yeah. I mean, the, the XF with the prism is, is such a huge beast especially with some of the bigger lenses. Um, uh, The X-T just um, has an elegance to it, which, and um, yeah, Yeah. I think it's, uh, yeah,
1: I, I think a lot of people like it, so. Yeah, yeah, no. I've got a, I've got a few mates that have bought one. It's funny. That yeah. It seems like it seems like only the only people that can afford to buy them are, are the people that aren't professional photographers. So <laughs> 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 you don't make enough money as a professional photographer to afford yeah, <laughs> yeah. one of those. buggers. Yeah, yeah, I, man. I have. Um, like yeah, yeah, they do. They love it, and they love rubbing my nose in it as well. I've got the IQ two hundred and eighty, um, and I've had that for a while, and and um, I'm just. <laughs> I just can't justify the upgrade to to the XT because once I get the XT, I was obviously going to get all the lenses as well, and then I got to get the IQ4 back. So, but, but I, I tried it. We had um um uh, what's his name from Phase come out, um, and wow. uh, we, we went out and, and we didn't have the XT at at the time. They had a mock up of it, but um, we got out got to try the um the 150 megapixel back, and we went to the gallery, made a two meter by 1.5 meter print at, at, at full res and and it was just like it was hyper real and we we sat there and just looked at all these details that it captured and we were actually we wanted to really push it so we got this um file that we'd shot and it was about five stops underexposed it was it was pretty much a forest scene it was completely it was pretty much black and we pulled that all back in post in capture one and then made the print that didn't do much else to it and it was unbelievable and we, we came to the conclusion that with that iq4 150 you don't need to uh, look at your exposure you just need to focus once you've got your focus right everything else is fine he could be <laughs> so, out. <laughs> <laughs> You're so out unbelievable it does make it easy yeah and that that, that size as well but yeah so what's the uh, what's a, a typical day in the life of reuben Wu? what do you know you get up in the morning and. You obviously don't brush your hair because it's all over the place. Oh, sorry, mate, that's your style. <laughs> People will be able to see that on your videos, you know. It's like that bedhead look. I like it. It's nice. very, very nice. But, what, you know, what's a typical day for you?
2: Um, <clears throat> I don't really have a typical day. Uh, every day is different. Um, hmm. But... Uh, um I, I I guess I spend most of the day in front of the computer, just um, researching, planning um, future shoots, um, writing um, emails to people, reading emails from people. Um, uh, you know, it's it's like I do a lot at home of diff- of different types of things. So, so it's kind of difficult juggling. Like I have um, uh, a few of my books have come in from the publisher that I need to sign. So uh, after this, I need to get get my pen out and and start aut- autographing yeah. the, <laughs> the books, and then ship them off tomorrow. Yeah, Carwin is
1: at... Carwin spelled C A R W Y N, I believe.
0: <laughs> I, I can't I can't wait to get that one. Ruben can, can I just ask um how does uh where does music fit into your lifestyle?
2: Um music is um you know it's it's probably not it's not as prominent in my life as it used to be mm. because um photography has taken taken over that that position. Mm. Um I definitely feel like I've definitely, um, you know, photography is, is more my calling. Mm. Um, and I feel, um, more passionate about it, but at the same time, um, I, I still love making music. Mm. I still enjoy making music and, and, um, especially when it's making video where I'm able to control visuals and music and sound at the same time. Yeah. It's, uh. I like that being able to kind of have on this understanding of those two disciplines, um, yeah. and uh, and have that control uh, to to create something which which to me is um, like completely um, you know ideal and perfect in in um, kind of the interplay between um, audio and video.
1: Yeah, well, look. If you ever get to um, Western Australia, we're looking for a keyboard artist in our for our band. We had a a band. It was my brother and I and um, our mate. Yeah, you know, my brother was on drums. He he was self taught, very uh, badly. I was uh, a lead guitar, uh, self taught, very badly, and mate on bass. And and we had a really good name. The best thing about our band was our name. It was called Hitting Grandmas with Sticks. <laughs> And that's that's that's, <laughs> that's pretty much what it sounded like when we played. It was <laughs> awful. So, you know, we just need a musician that actually knows what they're doing. So, uh, yeah. So if you're ever in WA, just let us, uh, look us up and uh, yeah, bring I'll, the keyboard. with you. Yeah, I'll be there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The name was awesome. Hitting grandma's sticks. I mean, you know, very original. I'll be there. Um, yeah. Yeah. And uh, you know, it, it described our music straight up. So, yeah. <laughs> we were terrible. We were shocking. We actually played at my fortieth birthday. It was so bad. I, I can't <laughs> believe it. <laughs> so bad it was good. <laughs> yeah,
0: no, it was so bad. It was even still bad. <laughs> oh, no. Ruben, you you've, um you've worked with um the likes of Nine Inch Nails and Christina Aguilera, and and pretty soon it sounds like you're going to be working with Christian Fletcher. Um, how's <laughs> that? You know, working with a band like Nine Inch Nails, and I've listened to some of your stuff, and we're going to play it at the end of this podcast too, because I reckon it's um i really really like it um but how do you find yourself in that position of working with that sort of talent
2: um i don't know uh just make the stuff you want to make and um keep on making it and um i I found that people approached us and said can you work with us Mm. yeah um I think just really, um, you know, just just it was really just okay. just working really, really hard on on um, on music, and um, you know, to to a point where uh, you know we were just we, we we got to a position where you were just getting more recognition, and um, once you have that. Have some recognition, then, then you 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 get more interest in, in your work. So it kind of just feeds mm. on from that.
1: Mm. Yeah, people come to you and and ask for your services. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's funny you should say that because uh, uh, my wife just got an email and said, "Oh, Christian, this company's um, just offering you a free watch. They want you to be an ambassador for this watch. She said, oh, you got to get this watch." And I went, "Really? Yeah. What? Well, check it out." Because yeah, that's I can't remember what it's called. Anyway, we had a look at the watch and it was like fifty nine dollars fifty or something for this watch. <laughs> it's like that. Okay. Made in China made in China. <laughs>
2: yeah. Uh, yeah. You have to you have to make like five posts. Um, yeah, that's right. Tagging, yep. tagging them. <laughs> and uh and yeah, they'll send you a watch.
1: Yeah, and really? I had to pay for the shipping as well. So <laughs> Oh well <laughs> yeah. it's
2: worth it, isn't it? It's a great <laughs> yeah. watch.
1: And I look at that, it, it's not even digital. I need I need a watch that I it's got hands. I don't even know how to read that time, so <laughs> uh, anyway. that's uh, all good. But hey, look, um you're obviously into sci fi and I I have to ask you this question. I'm, I'm 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 ten years younger than you and I think you're about uh forty years younger than Carwin. But um, do you have a favorite Star Wars film?
2: Uh, Empire Strikes Back.
1: Oh, yes. Yeah, I think that's everyone's favourite. Carmen, what about yours?
0: Uh, look, I've got to be honest. I, I, it's probably Empire Strikes Back or the, uh, the original. There you go. Uh, old school. A New Hope.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. well, like, look, I was 12 when um, A New Hope came out. And I went to, I remember going to the movies to see it and I think that was the first time they had sense around, or not sense around, but like the, the, the false immersive speakers and all that around you, um, what do you call it? Surround sound. Mm. And when that first spaceship came over, I remember just thinking that was the most amazing thing I've ever seen in my life. And then I saw your photo of, this big ring of light over this landscape. I thought, wow, that's one of the most amazing photos I've seen in my life. So, thank you, mate. You've given me that Star Wars moment. That uh, something for me to aspire to. <laughs> thank yeah, you. But I'm glad. I'm glad you really liked uh, Empire. I think. I think. I think everyone does. I think anything's beaten that yet. You're the best. Yeah, good stuff. Hey, mate. We'll let you go. I know you're a busy okay. man. You got all those books to sign. Um, yeah. Thanks so much for talking with us today. I'm sure our listeners will be very excited. Uh, we've got two or three of them now, and um, yeah, Hi, I Mum. think this will be this will be great for your career. <laughs> now you we get we guys. no, we're getting it. We're getting a few now. It's um it's all come along, isn't it, Cohen What are we up to now? Uh, we've got
0: uh, a, we've got a few about... subs- yeah, but we've we've got a few subscribers, and uh, interestingly enough, we're growing in Australia and um, growing in America as well. So um, yeah, yeah, we're gonna have to Americanize it a bit more. Talk about walking down yeah. the sidewalk and flashlights and that sort of stuff, I think. So, yeah. Ruben Good stuff.
1: All right, well, thanks, thanks, Ruben. Awesome to talk to you, mate. And look, if you you're ever happy. in Australia,
0: definitely look us up.
2: Yep, that's great. Thank you, thank you, guys.
0: Good day, mate. Cheers. Okay, bye. And yep. what we're going to do is we're going to play uh, this song from Ladytron, which is uh, Ruben's band. It's called The Animals. We're just going to let this play out. Uh, I listened to it first time this morning yeah. I was like straight away yeah. I
1: liked it a bit of my hearing guitar oh
2: totally
0: yeah. thanks for tuning in to Light Minded and we can't wait to see you next week have a good one bye